Hi there, I'm Gavin Crawford. I'm a writer, an actor, and a comedian. And for the last eight or nine years, I have been navigating life with my mother's increasing dementia. Has it been sad? Yeah. Has it been funny? Also, yeah. That's what my brand new podcast series, Let's Not Be Kidding, is about. It's the true story of my life as a comedian, my mom, and dementia. Let's Not Be Kidding, with me, Gavin Crawford. A new seven-part series from CBC Podcasts, available now. This is a CBC Podcast. I've tried it. It's more subtle than vaping, but it lasts much longer. That's a 17-year-old outside of a high school in Winnipeg. He's talking about a new kind of nicotine product called Zonic. It only hit shelves last month. It's a small flavored pouch that you pop under your lip, and it is quickly gaining popularity with teens. You have it in your lip, and it's constantly being released, so it lasts longer. It's not like you smoke a cigarette or hit a vape, and it's like a minute, a couple minutes, maybe, so that's part of it. You can buy, like, quite a few of them, and then it'll last someone quite a while, and you can have them in for a long time, so you're not using as many as, say, you know, someone has a vape and they'll kill one in a day or two. So you get a bit of a nicotine, you know, feeling, but it's less, it's more subtle than vaping. The company that sells these nicotine pouches says they're supposed to be used to help people quit smoking. Health groups, though, across this country say that company is deliberately marketing them to teens. David Hammond is a professor of public health at the University of Waterloo. David, good morning. Morning. Do me a favor and describe what these pouches are. What do they look like and what's in them? Well, imagine a a tea bag that shrunk down uh, and what's in them is nicotine, water, cellulose fibers, uh, chemical flavors, and sweeteners. And what you do is you just sort of put them in between your lip and your gum and you let them sit there for about half an hour up to an hour and basically you absorb nicotine into your body through your mouth. Where can you buy these things? Well, uh, these days you can buy them at corner stores. And so they're sold, uh, you know, at your gas station or your convenience store. And we now see point of sale displays, you know, next to the sort of the candy and the checkout, just like we used to for cigarettes back in the day and e-cigarettes not so long ago. And do they come in different flavors or? Uh, they do. The, so the variety that's sold in Canada, it's uh, it's a, a British American tobacco, so one of the biggest tobacco companies in the world, and they're marketing three flavors, Berry Frost, Chill Mint, and Tropic Breeze. Tropic Breeze. Sounds pretty nice, doesn't it? Um, I'll leave that to, to others to determine. How, how popular are they? I mean, I ask that in part because we just heard from one teen, and I know from others who say that everybody knows somebody who's using one of these things. Well, they're brand new. So these products uh, just got approval in Canada this past July. So they're brand new. They're just coming out in stores. So the short answer is we don't know. Uh, Historically, they're very popular in Scandinavian countries like Sweden and Norway, where people have been using them for decades. But in Canada, they're brand new. And so uh, the short answer is we don't know. Why are kids using them, do you think? (laughs) Well, I have a few teenagers and it's hard to understand sometimes what they do, but they, you know, I mean, they have a drug in them. They have a highly addictive drug in terms of nicotine. They have tasty flavors. They're marketed in nice, bright packages. Uh, you put those three things together and, and it's something that appeals to kids. And, you know, we learned that 50 years ago with flavored cigarettes. We certainly learned that in the last five, 10 years with e-cigarettes. And it's true when you put the drug in a little tea bag and put it in your mouth as well. It, what I'd heard is that you get a little bit of a head rush. Somebody had described it to me that the, the phrase was a heady, that you get a bit of a buzz out of this. 
Sure. Yeah. Anyone who's tried, uh, well, any nicotine product, uh, that's what you get. It's a little smoother and longer than uh, vaping or smoking a cigarette. Uh, And, you know, one of the things it's it's easier to sort of conceal or hide. And so, you know, as much as we have some kids vaping in the bathroom and things like that, you can throw one of these pouches in your mouth. And actually, if you look at the marketing online for this product, that's one of the themes. They say, oh, you can do it in the bar. You can do it at work. You can do it at times when you can't smoke. So I think that's part of the appeal as well. How safe are these products? Do we know? Well, they're harmful. Uh, so they have an addictive drug. There are concerns about cardiovascular risks. Are they less harmful than smoking? Absolutely. Pretty much anything is less harmful than smoking, which kills one out of every two long-term users. So, um, you know, for an adult that's trying to quit cigarettes and they can't figure out another way to do it, well, this might be an alternative. But for the kids in your clip there that are using these products, uh, absolutely, they're harmful and shouldn't be used by any young people whatsoever. And yet, these products were actually approved by Health Canada, and they were approved under natural health product regulations, right? Well, that's right. So we actually have, you know, here you have the British American Tobacco subsidiary saying, oh, these are for adult smokers. We have a regulatory uh, pathway for things like the nicotine patch and the gum where you get them approved as smoking cessation aids. That's not what happened here. What happened here is they went through what we have uh, called the natural health products. And, you know, it's things for like herbal remedies or certain sunscreens. Uh, but really what you're talking about is a loophole here. And what people are concerned about is that going through that that regulatory pathway means that you can literally sell it to anybody. So you could sell it to a three-year-old. You can advertise and market it however you want because it doesn't have the same rules that we have for medicines or, or for other tobacco and nicotine products. So, look, this is uh, – you know, there is a path and there's a way to market these to adults uh, as a smoking cessation method. This is not one of them. You believe, I mean, the, the Canadian Cancer Society says these pouches are being marketed directly to teens. You believe that? Well, look, you know, I think the tobacco companies lost public trust some time ago. Whatever their motivation is, when you uh, have a product, as I just said, with tasty flavors, bright graphics, and nice colorful packages, and you market them next to the chips and the candy bars, it is inevitable that it's going to reach kids and it's going to appeal to them. This is like Groundhog Day. You know, it took us decades to take tobacco advertising and products out of those stores where kids go and buy their pop and chips. Uh, We went through this with e-cigarettes over the past decade. Uh, And now it appears that we're going through with nicotine pouches. So whatever their motivation may be, that's the end effect. It feels as though there are people in government and elsewhere who are trying to put the car in reverse when it comes to these nicotine pouches. We asked for an interview with the Federal Minister of Health, Mark Holland. He wasn't available to talk with us this morning, but he did speak recently about Zonic. Have a listen to the minister. Every time the tobacco industry dupes us, every time they, with their billions of dollars and all of their resources globally, try to find a way to addict new young people and prove that they're an industry that simply doesn't seem to care about people's health and puts their profit ahead of, uh, of people's lives, every time they do that, then we have to rearm ourselves, reorganize, and stop them from doing this. And I would simply say, each time they show their intention and they do things like this, hopefully compete people can see the industry that we're dealing with. He says the government was duped. Help me understand that. How does something like this, this product, slip through? How does, it, how does the government become duped by a product? 
Well, one of the problems is that the industry keeps bringing out new categories and classes of products. And so it's a bit like whack-a-mole where, you know, we used to have a set of rules for sort of conventional tobacco products. And then you had vaping products that didn't fit. So they changed the law. And now you have these pouches which exploit sort of a subtle sort of exception or loophole in our rule for tobacco and nicotine. So Look, you know, do we need a better regulatory approach to this so that we don't have these cracks in the regulation? Yes. Would we hope that companies don't exploit them? We also would. But would you, you know, hope look, also that gov- would you hope also the government would would know what's going through the loophole? Well, you would, uh, and clearly there's a need to tighten the regulations, make them. Uh, you know, more comprehensive so that you don't sort of invent a new class and it wiggles its way through the cracks. So, uh, you know, absolutely, we need a a more comprehensive platform here so that we're not constantly playing catch up after these products are brought to market and in the stores. In a statement released on Friday, Imperial Tobacco Canada said that Mark Holland was misinformed. He said that uh, the, the, the company said that these nicotine pouches are a new smoking cessation product, defaming a legal company about a product that was recently authorized for sale by his ministry is not worthy of a Canadian health ministry uh, and health minister, says Imperial Tobacco Canada. Well, you know, that's their statement. Uh, This is the same company that has said that they would like to stop selling cigarettes and they wish that nobody smoked. Uh, and yet they continue to sell and market their cigarettes. Uh, so, you know, I don't know that the tobacco companies and the health ministers are best friends. Uh, that's certainly the industry's, um, you know, approach to it. Uh, if these are indeed for smoking cessation, there are ways of uh, marketing and selling them that reach adults. You don't run ads that feature what look like 20-year-olds using this product at the bar. That's not representative of the average Canadian smoker. So, look, I, you know, I think there's two issues here. One, sort of industry conduct. Uh, Do we need more support to help adults quit? Absolutely, Mm. we do. Uh, Is this the best way of doing that? I don't think it is. It's also highlighted that, uh, you know, we need a better approach to regulating these products. So what happens now? Mark Holland says the federal government is going to move to shut down this loophole. In the meantime, as you said, these products are available in corner stores. Teens, as we just heard, are using them. So what do you want to see the government do? Well, I think there's, look, I'm, you know, I don't work for the government. I don't know the the regulatory specifics or intricacies here, but I think there's a couple ways of doing that. There's a specific exception in uh, one of the rules for nicotine products that could be, I think, relatively quickly changed. I don't think we're talking about bringing in new law. That takes, you know, often years to do, uh, but clearly they need to act. Uh, and we just, we need a more comprehensive approach here so that but we I, 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 I'm still trying to figure out what this means. I mean, do you want the products taken off the shelves? Do you want aid restrictions? Would aid restrictions help keep them out of the hands and the mouths of teens? I mean, what, what would do, what well, would, what would be the, the step forward here? Uh, well, I'll, I'll say right away, you should not be advertising and marketing these products in places where kids reach them. Mm. Uh, and so that is corner stores first and foremost. So we should already have age restrictions. Uh, you know, many countries are bringing in age restrictions of 21 and older. Canada has not been doing that. Do so they that's work? something that could apply to all products. Yes, they do. They do. Uh, they do. I mean, it doesn't mean that no kids find their products, but it makes it more difficult for kids to find the products, which is a good thing. Uh, so, you know, they should not be advertised in ways that reach minors. That's a basic principle for things like tobacco and cannabis, et cetera. Uh, and so, and, you know, 
let's incentivize any company that wishes to have a smoking cessation product to go through the right channel so that it can reach adult smokers. And again, selling it next to the chips and chocolate bars is not the way to do that. David, we'll leave it there. Thank you very much. Thank you. David Hammond is a professor of public health at the University of Waterloo. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.